Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right. You are about to begin. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson, and we are glad you are along for the ride because there is a lot going on, and we're going to jump right into it, Les. Uh, Big news this week from Ford. They have started production of the F-150 Lightning. A lot of orders there to fill, but uh, it's underway. Good news, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, a lot of people waiting for the Lightning. And Acura uh, releases details and pricing on its new Integra, which, that's a car. <laughs> it, it's a little, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, we will talk about the Integra, and I think that is, uh, I think it's going to be a hit, because it's not a lot, it's not a lot of money now- nowadays. And it's uh, a lot of performance. So we'll talk about that. And we're also going to look at a new study that says consumers are really enjoying shopping for vehicles online. They don't want to go back. And one segment of the automotive industry's targeted folks to go buy vehicles absolutely loves it. They don't want to set foot in dealers. And I kind of don't blame them. You know, I don't either. Um, It's never a wonderful experience but anyway uh over at subaru they put a number on their first battery electric uh the solterra we'll tell you what the number is (laughs) yeah and it is all-wheel drive it is an all-wheel drive gotta be yeah and then you're gonna have the review of a very popular vehicle Mm -hmm. It, it is none other than the ford maverick this is the hybrid edition mileage on this thing is incredible isn't it it's incredible and it's a babe magnet (laughs) that's all you drive Les. that's it yeah well it's me of course but it's amazing everybody all women all want it to to go to work in yeah amazing yeah well it's uh it's something ford has done right once again they have a number of hits the bronco the maverick of course the lightning which we told you about at the start of the show and uh, I think they call it a pickup truck for people who didn't think they would need a pickup truck. But I'm anxious to get your take on it for sure. And uh, we're going to have that and a whole lot more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. And um, we talked a lot about this. I'm real interested in this piece about uh, how people are really just wanting to move away from dealers. They don't like spending hours doing paperwork. They don't like being handed off from person to person. Um, and this is the way people buy things, you know? They they want to just sit there and, uh, hey, you know, I need a car, and just sit there with their own thoughts and uh, figure out what they want and then, you know, buy it. So. I, exactly. I, a real interesting study, but we're going to get started 
with Ford kicking off the production of the Lightning F-150 pickup truck. So stay tuned. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Les. He's Fred. You know us. We've been here every week for years and years. And something else that's been around every week for 45 years running is the uh, F-150, the Ford F-150. Now, the Lightning is the new electric uh, F-150. I got introduced to it last summer. Hello. Uh, static. Didn't get to drive it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but got to sit in it and, you know, learn all about it. Uh, and of course, the question was, when are you going to make it? <laughs> and we all know uh, what the limitations have been, but there they go. The Rouge plant is cranking up. Yeah. And they're building these things as we speak because Started they've got to fill, what, 200,000 orders? Yeah. Unprecedented 200,000 orders. Uh, they have invested in this plant. Ford has $950 million and created 750 jobs at the Rouge Electric Vehicle Center. That's the new building. Um, And that's pretty amazing uh, when you think about it. Think about that. 750 jobs, good jobs, and the the inputting $950 million into a plant you know yeah, they they know this thing is gonna is gonna go. Well, isn't it? Uh, they certainly do, and of course the F one fifty itself is the best selling truck uh, for forty five years. I didn't know this; it's second only to the iPhone in revenue. Wow! Among all American products, isn't that cool? Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is. You think about brand recognition and model recognition, yeah. it's it's got to be right up there. Um, neither of us have driven it yet. I look forward to driving it, though, don't you? I do, too. I, I liked, of course, uh, I sat in it, looked, felt like an F-150. F-150, yeah. A very comfortable, extremely well-appointed F-150. Right. Um, I know it's going to be fast <laughs> and massive towing power. Um, won't be cheap. No, it won't be cheap, although it will have decent range, uh, up to 320 miles of range, which is mm-hmm. very decent and very usable. Uh, and then I think a lot of people are going to plug it into their homes. They'll probably, I don't know if Ford is doing anything to help them do that, have a plug for it, but you can basically power your house with this truck. And That's right. And that has happened in many cases uh, in storms and things like that. I think they sent some of these they sent um, to to like tornado damaged areas and things, right? Yeah, down in Texas uh, last year, uh, they sent what like five or six hundred of them, right? Down there to to power homes. Um, you know, uh, these are these are great. Now it does have a starting price a little bit less than forty thousand, but you know how that works. Um, <laughs> the it, dealer doubles it. That's how it well, works. Well, <laughs> I mean, but even. Even if the dealer was appropriately honest, um, 
most people want other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there is there is a work version of this, which I think you will see in fleets easily. But uh, they do want the one with all the features and that. And especially if, uh, you know, this is your first electric vehicle, you're probably going to want to dress it up. Now, to answer that, what I just talked about, home charging, they have partnered with somebody called Sunrun, and that will give uh, the high-speed charger, they will wire that to your home, uh, which is great because a lot of people, like, they don't want to go out and find an electrician. And right, if right. somebody says, I always wanted to install an electric charger, car star, or charger, you know, you want someone that's familiar with it and can just come in and say, yep, this this is what we got to do. So have you thought about adding an electric charger to your uh, home? Well, I have, but the problem is I'm limited to 30 amps um we you know in these townhouses there's only so much capacity and i've got um a 30 amp circuit that's exactly the opposite end of the house from the garage wow so you know it it would to run a heavier breaker and heavier wire i'd have to dig into the walls you know it's not worth it yeah well, uh, there's someone, uh, I'm also in a townhome, and there's someone here that had it done, I think it was a couple of thousand dollars. I mean, the panel is the panel is in the garage, yeah. so yeah, if see, there's enough ahead. service, it would be as easy as just making a hole in the sheetrock and, and jumping yeah. into the if, panel. If but, my panel was in the garage, you know me, I would be attached to the grid. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get less attached <laughs> so. to the grid and then unattached uh, so he can come back. And we're going to talk about the Acura Integra coming back on Cruise Control. We'll be right back. Cruise Control. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I were, well, we're always talking uh, when we're <laughs> at commercial about, guess what? The industry. Uh, anyway, Acura has uh, returned the Integra. Uh, for those of us that know these brands, the Integra has always been a desirable car. I don't think it's, Fred, what do you think? I don't think it's really sold all that well. Well, there was a time when it did. Well, years ago. Years ago. And Acura is making a big deal about bringing it back. Yeah. Uh, but we, it's bringing it back to a changed world where people, uh, there's been a propensity for folks in the U.S. to not really like hatchbacks. So it's a hatchback. That's right. And it is a sedan <laughs> that is a hatchback. It- they got me. So uh, uh, I, I'm I'm there. Um, this makes a lot of sense. It's turbocharged, five doors. You say? Yeah, five door liftback. That's what they call it. That's right. Liftback. <laughs> it's uh, not a hatchback. It's a liftback. That's, that's what it, you got it all wrong. Right. Yeah, um, it's got I'm a 1.5 liter, 200 horsepower at 6,000 yep. RPM. That is winging it out. And 192 pound feet at uh, uh, between 1800 that's, and 5000. That's plenty. Oh, that's a flat curve. It's got got one of these things. A six speed manual transmission. Mm, 
Wow. Well, remember those? Uh, I think all four people who buy those uh, will <laughs> love them. <laughs> it's, it's, fortunate, fortunately, they have a very good automatic, so that's not a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a sport tuned suspension uh, yep. with active dampers, integrated dynamic system, includes sport, comfort, normal driving modes. Uh, the only lift back in its segment with class leading hmm. rear leg room and cargo volume. Wow. Um, there won't be an all-wheel drive version of this, I guess, right? Will not. Well, um, let's see. I think I think the market would be too small. Now let's look at some of the pricing on it. Integra, the the base transmission is a CVT, which if done well, it's a good one. Yeah, it can be can be good. Thirty thousand, including destination handling. We'll we'll just give you the prices, including destination handling. Handling thirty one thousand eight ninety five. It's Good. funny they break that out because it's like, oh, I don't want the optional destination in handling. <laughs> you can't you <laughs> well, can't get rid of it. You know what I mean? It's and not, you and you and you can't go get it. That's yeah. what has always bothered me. Yeah. Well, I always remember. Um, I always remember. When we would buy a car when I was young, it's like, well, if I get the AM FM radio, do I get credit mm. for the AM radio? And the answer was always no. No, no, of course not. <laughs> so, so you're buying both, actually. Uh, Integ yep. Integra A spec with the CVT, 33895 And then with the tech package, it pops up to thirty six thousand eight ninety five, uh, and with the six speed manual, it is the same price actually as the CVT with the A spec uh, tech package at thirty six thousand eight ninety five. So all in thirty six thousand eight ninety five. My take on this: I think there is there are a number of people that are waiting for this and and can't wait and will run right out and get that. A spec with the tech package and six speed manual. But the market has significantly changed. Yep. I don't know what the market in the US is for this type of vehicle. What do you think? Well, I think the market is limited, as they like to say. But remember, the Golf GTI um, and the Golf period have been significantly reduced in offering. Yep. Uh, so this, I think, steps in and can win over a lot of those rather loyal enthusiasts. Yeah, it is much more swoopy looking than the uh, than the GTI, which is still kind of boxy and that. But right, um, five door sedans though they never sold well. Um, so I'm not sure. No. But it doesn't look like a. Hatchback, um, uh, liftback, less liftback. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm a purist. <laughs> uh, um, I do love the two tone interior. Yep, that's uh, I, nice. I think it's really nice. I love the blue that they used. I had one of their uh, SUVs that had that blue on it. I think that's just a beautiful color and would be a great yeah. color. If you were restoring a car and you didn't care about color purity, I always said this: you don't have to go with custom colors. There are plenty of factory colors that would look really good on on like a street rod or something. Wouldn't that look great? Yeah. 
Um, Actually, it would. So I always thought, why go with something custom when you can go and find it <laughs> and say, I'll just do that Acura Blue. I think that would be nice. Um, but uh, it will be well-appointed. Honda does one of the best interiors. They've always done great interiors, except for that one time where this... Except they, for that 2010... Civic, where they cheaped Civic. it out and it, and they got called out for it. <laughs> Remember that? It was like Boy, but emergency they, they, That's the fastest response in the part of a factory I've ever seen. It was like all hands on deck. We Man. need to fix this. Yeah, that it was too... And it was like the old school way of people apologizing. I have let you down. I have failed you. It was, it was like painful to watch. Yeah. Now the new Civic interior is nice. It's like a vintage sports car. They have that kind of uh, machine panel uh, on there. I, I I like it. I think it looks cool. So cool. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. The uh, If it's something you're waiting for, the Acura Integra, we'll have more information on it when we get a chance to drive it. But at least price-wise, hard to believe $36,000 is kind of a deal these days, but it is, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, good luck getting it for that price, but well, I'm, I'm optimistic. Okay. How about this? Uh, let's talk about Mercedes and Mercedes, uh, never one to uh, be, uh, <laughs> on the affordable side of things, but, uh, never. Let's, let's talk about this, uh, AMG vehicle, which is, it's got a lot of technology. This is the AMG C43 sedan. I love the way those wheels fit in those wheel openings. That is, uh, that is almost That's... like a custom, custom yeah. look. You know, uh, it's going to have a 48 volt onboard electrical system, which will be that is just like one of the vehicles I just drove from Mercedes. Uh, it is uh, almost imperceivable mild hybrid. Hmm. It has a two liter four cylinder. One man, one engine process. It still goes through that. They're still signed, signed by it and a nine speed AMG speed shift transmission. And this has a, we'll explain some of the tech here, and we'll probably get into it more after the break, but the electric motor, this is an electric turbocharged vehicle, right? So the electric motor is around 1.6 inches thin and is integrated between the turbocharger shaft and the turbine wheel on the exhaust side and the compressor wheel on the intake side. Electronically controlled, this drives the shaft of the turbocharger directly and accelerates the compressor wheel before the gas flow takes over to drive in conventional manner. What does that all mean? It means they have eliminated turbo lag because that's what turbo lag it's, is. The yeah. you want the power, but the 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 you know squirrel cage fan is not spinning fast enough yet because you don't have the exhaust flow, right? Yeah. Now uh and this eliminates having to have two turbochargers. Yeah. I mean you um, you look at some of those systems, that's very they have a smaller turbocharger that will spool up faster. Right. And it's, then it hands off to a larger turbine once it's up to speed and this weighs a lot less doesn't it yeah but i just have a terrible feeling that 
this is expensive to fix. We'll talk about how expensive it is when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Also coming up, that study about people not wanting to go to dealers anymore. We'll be right back. <laughs> We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com for all the links to all the stuff. I'm Fred Staub. He. Stuff. <laughs> he is Les Jackson. We were talking about this uh, Mercedes AMG C43 sedan. It's got some interesting trickery going on under the hood. I think this is technology we're going to see a lot more in cars. This is an electric turbocharger. As you mentioned, other yep. manufacturers like Ford and many others use twin turbos. They use a small turbo to get things going because it will spool up easier, less resistance. Right. And then it hands off the pressure to a larger turbine, which is now up to speed. That's a sophisticated system with a lot of plumbing, two turbochargers, expensive, heavy. Uh, the folks over at Mercedes have done that initial spool up with an electric motor that's only 1.6 inches thin as they say we that's say pretty pick. pretty thin yeah uh and uh it spins up get this this motor a spin speeds up to 175,000 rpm which i love how the how the release wow. said which enables a very high airflow rate. Anything that would spin that hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that's pretty high. Yeah. It's, yeah. So uh, this is powered by the 48-volt hybrid system, which is interesting. The Mercedes SUV I had had a hybrid, 48-volt hybrid system, and that actually used uh, energy from that 48 volts to control the suspension. Uh, which was an adaptive suspension type thing. Um, I think this is pretty cool. Uh, this is a four-cylinder engine, uh, two-liter, 402 horsepower, 369 pound-feet of torque, which they says enables a sporty driving performance. I would say sporty. Um, yeah. Is, uh, is understatement. And then that 48-volt hybrid system will briefly add about 13 horsepower through the belt-driven starter generator. Mild hybrid, but with an electrically spun-up turbocharger. Um, I, th I think this is pretty cool. I think we will see more people go with something like this, don't you? Well, I think so, but it will not be uh, it, what anyone would describe as inexpensive no but you think about the motor i mean that's the good thing about that is if it ever went bad you could replace it probably fairly easily right yeah it's i bet it's a three thousand dollar motor <laughs> that's right uh, <laughs> by the way too by the way too this includes a three-stage amg parameter steering and standard rear axle steering. So unlike the yep. S-Class Mercedes, which 
has subscription-based rear steering. This has its standard. I guess that's what you get for buying an AMG model, right? Yeah. Well, I, I like these rear steering. I, you know, they're not like steering like the front. Rear steer is usually just a few degrees, but it's amazing how much more nimble it makes them. You and I were in New York City, and we were standing there, and a big tour bus went around the corner in front of us. And I said, look, it's got rear steering. And the yeah. rear wheels, one set of them, were just barely, I'd say about an inch, inch and a half, something like that, barely steering. But it makes a difference when it's all the it way out back difference. there. So cool stuff, cool stuff. Well, let's take a look at this study. We talked about this. You and I have been talking about this forever, how – COVID has probably uh, changed the way people buy vehicles going forward, hasn't it? It's changed a lot of uh, people's behavior and preferences. Have people talked uh, to you about it, like how they mm -hmm. how they liked buying things on air? Uh, on air. <laughs> yeah, we're selling cars now. No, yeah. they've liked buying uh, cars basically online right like they buy everything else that's right and you know we're talking about gen x y z the millennials this is their they prefer this they're, they're used to it hey, they're comfortable with it i'm older than being a millennial and i prefer it too because there's less bs i like it it's like yeah. it's in stock i'll get i'll give you for instance this is crazy I was just doing some plumbing work this week. I needed a little coupler mm -hmm. at a big box store. This thing is about three inches long. Uh, it was a coupler, slip joint coupler. They wanted $37 for it. I found it online, same wow. thing, in stainless for between 6 and $9. <laughs> Chipped. Yep. Well. So, I mean, that's a big difference. Mm -hmm. And it's in stock, and I can have it the next day. So anyway, that's we don't need to. I think we've already proven a lot of people like buying stuff online. I just had a neighbor this week ask me if I was familiar with uh, Carvana. They just mm -hmm. bought uh, a used uh, BMW on Carvana, and, and I said, "Yeah, it, it works great." Um, and they were selling their existing car to Carvana. I hear it's a great way to sell sell a car. They literally send somebody out, they look around it, they take some pictures, uh, I think they drive it around the block, and then they're like, yep, how's this price sound? That's it. <laughs> Which is great. It's like, okay, good. That's, Can you take that right. one away and bring another here's, one here? Yeah. Here's the title. Yeah. Goodbye. Here, here's the title. You're done, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll – send you the paperwork online. Well, uh, this is a study by Progressive Insurance. They interviewed 501 people, uh, were, uh, people who bought cars in dealerships and online. And uh, based on 251 people who completed the transaction entirely online or through a dealer website, and 250 who did business face-to-face, -face. that's kind of the breakup of the group, um, people loved the youth, youth, young, youthful people loved, That's right. and those of us who think we're useful, youthful, um, uh, people, uh, under the age of 57 by a landslide preferred buying vehicles online. 
while those over the age of 57, almost 80% preferred to look someone in the face before putting money down. Between 40 and 57, the split was 50-50. Uh, dealer, dealer visitors cited the chance to a test drive as the reason for visiting a storefront, whereas online shoppers finding the exact car they wanted was number one reason for going digital. Well, here's the thing. You do get a test drive with Carvana and Vroom. You get, I think, yeah. seven days to try it out. That is that is the ultimate test drive, right? I think you have to – Well, plus – You're limited to like 200 miles, but still, you can figure it out in 200 miles if you like it or not, right? Well, that's right. Uh, and the other thing to do is if when you're – but when you're shopping or looking for a car, um, narrow down what you like and phone the uh, rental – car rental companies and yeah. see if they've got something to rent, rent it for a day or two. And, or even that service, I can't think of it now, where people rent their personal cars. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And, yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes you weirdly see that on Facebook Marketplace, but I think it's going through that business because obviously they can't do this on their own. You need special insurance, and that's what this company – I can't think of their name. If anyone um, – that is uh, listening or watching knows the name of the, that company where you where you do that. It's an online company that facilitates it. But um, you know that's a great way to try it out. Even and even if you rent it for a couple of hours and take it on the highway, take it around, sit in it. I think that's a good way to do it. But yeah. I, I've heard the only bad thing I've heard about Carvana is they were a little slow in, in providing the titles because they outsourced that, and they got a lot of bad press for it, so I'm thinking yeah. they're probably on on that. I know I would be if I ran that company, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've uh, read the same thing, that, that they've been – I don't know what it is now, but certainly before the holidays, uh, it was kind of everywhere. They, they just couldn't, couldn't do it quickly. Mm. Hey, let's move on to uh, something from Subaru, Sol the Solterra, their first battery electric vehicle, absolutely an all-wheel drive vehicle. So the only one they build that's not all-wheel drive is the BRZ. BRZ. Yeah, which is the sporty car we talked about last week. It has standard symmetrical all-wheel drive available in all states. The price is going to be 44495 and the vehicle is eligible for $7,500 federal tax credit because this is these are some of the first vehicles Subaru is selling. I think they get up to 200000 of them. Uh, that is $44,995 yeah. for the premium price level. It goes up from there, topping off at 53220 So not bad. Not bad for this not bad. vehicle. Not bad at all. 250-mile range. When we come back, Les Jackson hits the road in the Ford Maverick Hybrid. He's going to have an at-the-wheel review, so stay tuned. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. Well, listen, Fred, I'm uh, not going to put it off any longer. I'm reviewing the truck that hundreds of thousands of people around the country want, and they're paying big bucks 
for them. But let me let me just give a quick. This is the Ford Maverick. Uh, you probably most of you listening or watching haven't seen one on the road yet because they're just beginning to get out there. But uh, it's based on the Escape, um, and it's a small uh, bed. About I think it's four feet wide. So you can actually lay uh, drywall flat, but it's only about four and a half feet deep. How much smaller uh, is it than the Ranger, would you say? Well, I would say maybe a half a foot. Okay. It's not much. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's a crew cab, very roomy, like the inside of an Escape mm-hmm. hybrid. Uh, this is the base model. This is, you can't, Wow. Get anything? Uh, I, I I don't want to say lower in the sense that it's cheesy because it's not. Uh, it's very well put together. But here's what you get. I get, most people, uh, if you're if you're looking uh, streaming, this, the price is right here. Base price nineteen nine ninety five. And this is for a truck. This is for a truck and. It's a, a hybrid, a hybrid truck. Yeah. And destination delivery $14.95. So $21,490. This is what you get. Um, it, it's it's very high quality. Inside, the interior is your basic uh, dark black interior, but the quality of materials is very good. Has a lot of light, uh, lighter headlight uh, highlights like the um headliner and some appointments around the dash so it doesn't give you that kind of dull black interior however a really nice interior is the next model up that's what our friend glenn got and it's really handsome anyway you you get manual seats you get manual mirrors Wow, I haven't I haven't encountered a vehicle that has manual mirrors, <laughs> and that's not you shove you know, them with manual, your finger, right? You, you shove them with your finger. You tell your passenger here, push that down. Yeah. Um, it it has power windows, and the driver's window has the automatic up, you know, easy up, easy down. Eh, right. So what? Um, you get. Um, a remote start with the remote keyless entry mm-hmm. you get a uh, a telematics hotspot with it wow okay android auto apple carplay right i mean this is a lot of stuff what wheels did the base model have uh they were disc wheels you know pressed steel wheels and everybody that saw it said boy i really like those wheels they, what, what do they have a poverty cap in the front yeah, it has a nice, uh, a real nice hubcap. Ah. They look great. They they really look good. They don't look like low end or anything. Hmm. Um, the whole truck is just when you when you see it, you just don't get the impression you're getting a base model. Okay. Um, it mine came in dark blue. It's called uh, Velocity Blue, and uh, the hybrid is a two and a half liter. Um, four cylinder, um, and of course, the hybrid motor, uh, electric motor. Uh, I'll tell you right up front, uh, I, I drove over 200 miles all around DC 
in in the suburbs out on the road 42.1 wow. average miles per gallon wow that's crazy a truck and a truck now it's, now it, now it's it, not all-wheel drive you can't get front all-wheel wheel drive, drive only. yeah front in the high you can get an right. all-wheel drive model but from what right. i've read people have been snapping up the hybrid they just think it's Great. Well, because it's a game changer. The fact is, uh, it's a it's an affordable small truck, which most people who are buying trucks, especially for commuting, that's what they want. They want a, a maneuverable, easy to park, utilitarian truck. But they're not towing stuff. Um, they're not carrying huge loads. They're not in the construction industry. Um, they but. They get everything else. It sits up high, uh, lots of visibility in and out. And you get in, the seats are comfortable. They're manual, of course. Um, but it's so quiet inside. It's so smooth on the road. Nice, big, tall tires. Um, you you really feel like you're in a car. Wow. So, which is another thing you know here you are buying driving this truck which everybody at the stoplights is either giving you the hey uh, or yelling out the window where'd you get that i made it myself uh, <laughs> a, well unfortunately you know i would show them this and it just says vehicle not for sale yeah we know what that uh, means yeah so uh I mean, it's again, it's very much like driving an escape. It's just a little taller, uh, but everything else is very refined. It's been well thought out. This is this is a platform that's been around a long time, as has the hybrid. Um, the, the hybrid is seamless. You don't know or care uh, when you're getting electric assist, when the uh, when the uh, gas engine is coming on, you get a little bit of driving electrically if you want at low speed for a few miles. But, you know, in everyday experience, you don't care. How are the transitions when the engine comes in, goes out, you know, like uh, start? You don't stop. feel it. You just don't feel it. Um, it it's it's sophisticated. Um and again, this, it's twenty grand. Wow! And um, it, 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 I mean, I, what what size screen was the uh, what uh, the standard? Um, it's screen? a little eight inch um, screen. It's plenty large for that dash. It's not a huge truck. It's you know, it's a car size uh, vehicle. But in fact, I'll see if I can. Uh, get you that while, screen while while you're talking. I I would say the only thing I would probably want mirrors I could adjust from my seat. I think I probably want those. Well, go, uh, go up a step. I think you know. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> uh, what's really cool about the the Escape uh, the Wrangler is that the back seat, plenty roomy, plenty comfortable, but it's got a little cloth uh, nylon tab in the front. You pull the tab and the bottom of the seat uh, lifts up and underneath are storage cabinets. Wow. Pretty cool. Not, Pretty cool. not super deep, but hey. 
It's good for hiding something under your seat that you don't want everyone looking in and seeing. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because uh, you, of course, don't have a trunk. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Les. You never would probably buy a truck, but would this make you buy a truck? You know, um, if I were younger and doing all sorts of house projects, yeah. And there's probably going to be a, a ton of accessories. Like certainly oh, this is great for someone yeah. that rides bikes or, or has kayaks or, you know, you could probably get something. Does it have bed pockets like a regular uh, pickup truck um, bed that you could put like a rack on it to, to hold a couple of kayaks? Well, it has, yeah, it has fixtures. Mm -hmm. um, and, but you know, already the aftermarket has the engineered, you Chains name it, stuff, bed yeah. extenders, uh, you know, camper covers. Uh, it does tow, it, it, but it only has a towing rate, I believe, of about a th for the hybrid, about a thousand pounds. Yeah, so, so a small could, trailer or something. Yeah, like a motorcycle. That. Yeah. Um, well, Les, that is boat. pretty cool, cool. The return of the Ford Maverick. We're going to have yep. to wrap it up and say here, I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.